Second Chronicles chapter 6. Verses 12 and 14. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the whole assembly of Israel and spread out his hands. Verse 14. He said, Lord, the God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven or on earth. Oh, keep your covenant of love with your servants who continue wholeheartedly in your way. You have kept your promise to your servant David, my father. With your mouth you have promised, and with your hand you are fulfilled as it is today. Hallelujah. As we are gathered in this month of fulfillment, let us pray that we will seek the Lord wholeheartedly. Because it says that God will show his, he will keep his covenant with those who continue wholeheartedly in his ways. Hallelujah. In this month of fulfillment, let us pray as we seek the Lord. We will seek the Lord with all our tears. We will not seek the Lord with part devotion. But our hearts will be fully committed to Him. He said, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Just pray that our hearts will be right with God in this month of fulfillment. That will seek Him with all our devotion in Jesus' name. Yes, Father. Father, Lord, that will seek you, God, Father, with all our devotion, Lord God. With all hearted devotion, Lord God. Father, I will not seek you, Lord God. Half-heartedly, Lord God. But with all hearted devotion, Lord God. Our hearts, O God, Father, will be warm to your ways, O God, Father. We will seek you, Lord, Father. With all of our hearts, O God. With all of our soul, O God. With all of our might, O God. We will not be slack, O God. We will not be slack, O God. But we will seek you, Lord God. With all of our hearts, O God. In this month of fulfillment, O God. Father, we will seek you, Lord, Father. Give us the hearts, O God, Father. Father, that has to seek you, Lord God, to seek you, Lord God, in the morning, Lord God, to seek you, Father, in the noontime, in the evening, Lord God, to seek you, Lord, during the night watches, Lord God, during the hours of prayers, O God, my God, Father, prepare our hearts, O God, circumcise our hearts, O God, in this morning of fulfillment, O God, that will seek you, Lord, with all of our hearts, O God, with all of our hearts, O God, with all of our hearts, O God, who will seek you, Lord, with faith, Lord God, without wrath, O God. God, without doubting, O oh God, all at their devotion, all at their devotion, Lord, that will seek you, Lord, continually, Lord, continually, Lord, until there be a manifestation, Lord God, that will not give, give up, Lord Father, but will seek you, Lord God, will seek you, Lord God, will seek you, Lord God, endurance, O oh God, Father, yes, Lord, grace, O oh God, grace, O oh God, that will not fail, O oh God, that our strength fail not, that our strength fail not, O oh God, that will seek you, Lord, Day after day, day after day, hour after hour, Lord God. Yes, Lord, that will not be weary, Lord. Father, Lord, that we will not be weary, Lord, to seek you with wholehearted devotion in the name of Jesus. Help us to seek you with wholehearted devotion. Just as David sought you, he set an example for us, O oh Father. Help us to seek you. To seek your face with all that hearted devotion and to obey your command and precept, just as David did, O oh Father, that we may enter into the reward, Lord, that your name be glorified. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. We are going to continue our prayer, and our next prayer point will be taken from the book of First Timothy, chapter two. We are going to pray for nations. We are going to pray for this nation, United Kingdom. 
We are going to pray for Bene Republic that our Father in the Lord has visited. We are going to pray for the city of Abbey that is currently in, in the crusade. And we are going to pray for the leaders of those nations, the leaders first of this nation, that God will enter into their abode, wherever they rest their head, that the Spirit of God will come upon them. Whatever action of men that they want to take, decisions that they want to take concerning this nation, that the Lord will move according to what he has ordained for this nation, United Kingdom. For Republic of Benin, it is a land known to be a land of voodoo. That the servant of God, Apostolate B. William, is there. That the Lord, that word he has sown, will turn the nation around. That the name, that nation that is known for voodoo, will be known as a nation for Christ. For the city of Abbey, there is contention on what the servant of God wants to do for that city. That as the servant of God has set his foot upon that nation, every issue, that every contention against the plan of God for that nation, for that city of Abbey, that God will fulfill it as it is, in, it is the month of fulfillment in the name of Jesus. Let us lift up our voice and pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you tonight because we lift up our voice before you as you have commanded us in the book of 2 Timothy, uh, Timothy chapter 2 from verse 1. For Lord, that you said, therefore we should first of all exalt you and lift up nations, leaders of nations before you. Lord, King of glory, to intercede on the behalf of nations. Father Lord, that your will your will for this nation, United Kingdom. Father Lord, even as we are in Brexit, Father Lord, you will enter into the abode of the leaders of this nation, those in the parliament, those in the house of Lord, the prime ministers and his cabinet ministers. You will enter into the abode for that plan of man that they want to take concerning this nation. Lord, you will turn the agenda that your will for this nation, Lord, will be fulfilled. You will bring their hand to do your will. You will assign your angel day and night when they want to take those decisions that your will will enter into their hand in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, King of glory, we lift up banner Republic before you. Lord, King of glory, as you pass through that nation, a nation that is known for voodoo, Father, Lord, you will turn the nation around to be a nation that is known for Christ. Christ, Lord King of glory, that your word that is sown by your servant, Lord King of glory, will run through that nation and manifest your plan and purpose for that nation, O God, that many will turn to the Lord, that the voodoo, they will surrender their voodoo, Father, their idols, Father, Lord King of glory, to be burnt to ashes, and you will turn the nation unto yourself in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, the city of Abbey, because, Lord, King of glory, you have a plan for that city. You have sent your son in there. Father, Lord, every contention, Lord, every plans of the enemy, we bring them under the subjection of Christ, King of glory, that your will and plan and purpose for that city, Lord, will be fulfilled, that your name be glorified. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name.
in Jesus' mighty name. Our next prayer is taken from Psalm 123. I'll read from verse 1 to 3. It says, I lift up my eyes to you, to you who sit enthroned in heaven. It says, as the eyes of slaves look to the hands of their master, as the eyes of a female slave look to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God. See, he shows us his mercy. Our prayer is for God to show us his mercy in this month. Because in this month of fulfillment, it is the mercy of God that will bring that to pass. Let us pray. My God and my Father, we thank you. We thank you for you have said that this month is the month of fulfillment. Father God, in the name of Jesus, my God and my King, Father God, we have no other God except you. Almighty God, King of glory, we look up to you, O Lord. We look up to you, my God, the King, to bring this into fulfillment in the name of Jesus. My God and my Father, we pray, we cry out to you, my Lord. Father God, we have no other helper. Father God, we have no other God. My God and my King, we have no other God. We have no other God that we worship except you, the God of Jacob. Except you, the God of Abraham. Except you, the God of Apostle A.T.B. William. Except you, the God of Israel. Except you, the God of Jacob. Father God, have mercy on us. My God and my King, have mercy. Father God, have mercy, O Lord. My God and my King, may, may your mercy surround us, O Lord. Father God, let your mercy surround us. My God and my King, in our workplaces, may your glory go with us in the name of Jesus. King of glory, Father God, we pray to you, Almighty God, King of heaven. Father God, show us your mercy, O Lord. Have mercy on us, Jehovah. Father God, have mercy. My God and my King, we worship you. My God and my King, we worship you. Glory be to your name, Jehovah. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Have mercy on us, O Lord, and show us your favor. Father God, have compassion on your people. My God and my King, we cry unto you. Have compassion on us in the name of Jesus. King of glory, have compassion on us. Have compassion, Jehovah. Have compassion on your children. My God and my King, we cry out to you, the only true God. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Show us your mercy. Show us your mercy. Have mercy on us in this month, my God and my King. Father God, have mercy on us. Father, we ask, O Lord God, that you have mercy upon us, O Lord God. Father, Lord God, we look unto you, Lord God. Father, Lord God, show forth your mercy, Lord God, in every area of our lives, O Lord God. Let your mercy speak for us, O Lord God. For in Jesus' name we pray. We quickly open our Bibles to Matthew 28, verse 20. And I'll concentrate on the latter part. And it says, And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. The Lord said he is with us. In every situation and circumstances, he is with us. And the Lord is our confidence. I sometimes liken things, because I, I sometimes like to use like the parables that if you want to go and buy a house, let's say you go to maybe like Blackheath and you see a house and they say two million pounds. You're like, two million pounds? And then Richard Brasson says, don't worry, I'm with you. Will you not feel confident? Because you know when he says he's with you, he's not saying I'm just following you. He says that I'm backing you. I am supporting you. I am causing my funds to be available to you. God says he is with us even to the end of the age. He didn't say he's with us today and then tomorrow he's not with us. He says he is with us always. God is with us always. Now if we quickly look at Luke 1 verse 37. 
Luke 1, 37. For nothing is impossible with God. Now, the God who is with us tells us that there is nothing that is impossible. Why? Because he is with us. I want us to pray that this month of November, let every impossibility in my life become possible. Because God is with us, because his resources is available to us, because God is in support of us, that everything that I, we've been asking God for, that it seems like it has not yet come to pass, that this month of November, this month of fulfillment, let every impossibility become possible. Let every prayer that I've, we've prayed unto God be answered in the name of Jesus. Let us pray in Jesus' name. Our Lord and our God, we come before you this evening, Lord God. Father, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, because you are with us always. You are with us always, Lord God. Father, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, because you never leave us, you never forsake us, oh Lord God. Father, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, because you continually, Lord God, cause your resources to be available unto us, oh Lord God. Father, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, because, Lord God, you always ensure, Lord God, that all our needs are met. Father, Lord God, we now come before you, Lord God, because you have promised, oh Lord God, that nothing is impossible with you. Father, Lord God, we pray for concerning every need in this church, oh Lord God. Father, Lord God, we pray, we, we, we pray concerning every need, Lord God. We pray concerning every prayer that has been lifted up unto you, Lord God. Father, Lord God, you know, Lord God, the heart's desires of your children. Father, Lord God, cause them to come to pass in the name of Jesus. Those hard things, oh Lord God, that they have been crying unto you for, Lord God. Father, Lord God, cause it to come to pass, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Let every impossibility, Lord God, be turned around to possibilities in the name of Jesus. Let every impossibility in our lives, oh Lord God, every impossibility O oh Lord God, in our homes, in our careers, O oh Lord God, Father Lord God, in our academics, O oh Lord God, in our studies, O oh Lord God, in our children, in our marriages, O oh Lord God, Father Lord God, turn them around, O oh Lord God, Father Lord God, into testimonies in the name of Jesus. Father Lord God, because we look unto you, Lord God, we are confident, O oh Lord God, that you will surely bring it to pass in the name of Jesus. Father Lord God, we give you all glory, all praise, all honor and adoration, Lord God, because we are confident in you, Lord God, it will surely come to pass, O oh Lord God. Father Lord God, we bless you, we honor you, Lord God. Thank you, Father, for fulfilling your word over our lives in the name of Jesus. Asian of days, we bless you. We magnify your name. We glorify you. Thank you, Father. We worship you in Jesus' name. I'm going to read from the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, from verse 6. It says, A fool's lips brings him strife. And his mouth invites a beating. A fool's mouth is his undoing, and his lips are a snare to his soul. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. One who is slack in his work is brother to one who destroys. Praise the Lord. I'm then going to read from chapter 16, verse 21. The wise in heart are called discerning, and pleasant words promote instruction. Understanding is a fountain of life. Those who have it, ha, to those who have it, but folly brings punishment to fools. A wise man's heart guides his mouth, and his lips promote instruction. Praise the Lord. We know that the man of God has said that this is the month of fulfillment, but I want us to pray that Lord. 
even as we know that it's the word of the month of fulfillment, it also means that every word we speak will be fulfilled in our lives. So I want us to pray that, Lord, let every word that I speak be seasoned with salt. Let me, verse 21 says, understanding is a fountain of life to those who have it, but folly to his punishment to fools. A wise man's heart guides his mouth. Let my heart guide my mouth. Then it says, and his lips promote instruction. Pleasant words are as honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. That let God, every word that I speak, let it be healing to my body. Let me not speak out of frustration because we know that as we speak the word, the Bible says the word is life. So I want to pray that, Lord, let every word in this month of fulfillment be life. Let the word be seasons of salt. Let the word bring healing to my body and to those. Let the word be encouragement to those around us. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for you have made us as God. You have made us heads of salvation. You have also given us authority, authority in our lips. Lord, in this month of fulfillment, we pray that every word that we speak shall be life to the hearers. Every word that we speak shall be encouragement to the hearers in the name of Jesus. Lord, in where we are fallen short, we ask for your mercy upon us. Father God, that you will wash us. Father God, let the word that we speak be life in this season in the name of Jesus. Lord, put a watchman over my lips that I will not speak evil, that I will not speak God, I will not speak out of frustration. Lord, I will not speak out of anger. Lord, put a watchman over my lips in this season in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your grace be upon me to speak your word, to speak the word of God to every situation, despite what I might see, despite what I might might hear. Help me to speak the word of God. Help me to speak life to those around me. Help me to speak life to every situation that I come into in the name of Jesus. Let the word of God flow. The Bible says your word flows like living waters from my inner being. Let your word flow. Let the word of God flow. Your word said your word is a honeycomb and is sweet. Lord, cause us to speak sweet words to our souls and to those around us, even to our families, to our children, even at our workplaces, even in situations that may be discouraging. Help us to speak the word that is seasoned. Help us to speak the word that is life. Help us to speak the word that is pleasing to the hearers. Help us to speak the word that will honor you, will honor you and bring glory to your name. Father God, put a watchman over my lips in this season in the name of Jesus, that every word that I speak, I will be mindful of your presence. That every word that I speak shall not be a snare unto me. That every word that I speak will be words of joy, will be words of peace, will be words of encouragement in this season in the name of Jesus. That I will be able to reap blessings from the word I speak in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Your name, because the words that will proceed from my mouth will be words of encouragement, will bring life to the hearers in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Isaiah 66, verse 13. As a mother comforts a child, so will I comfort you. And you will be comforted over Jerusalem. I want us to pray for as many in our midst who are heavy laden. In the course of this week, I've heard news of two people being bereaved of their father and their mother. And some, they are not even bereaved in the physical. But they have hurting and aching hearts. Let us speak comfort to each and every one in Jesus' name. Our Lord and God, we thank you. For you are the God of peace and you are the God of comfort. 
We pray for as many people in our midst, O Lord, as many of her brethren far away and near, who are heavy laden, who have been bereaved of their loved one, O Lord. You are the only one that can pour the balm of Gilder upon the wound of every man and woman. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that you comfort their souls in the name of Jesus. We pray, O oh Lord, a heavy heart for a heart of joy in the name of Jesus. That you turn the mourning of your people into dancing. My Lord and my God, as sorrow and sighing we fly away from the lives of your people. Bring comfort, O oh Lord, where your people are hacking, where your people are hurting, my Lord. We turn our rock of ages, we pray that you comfort their souls. Let their longing souls be satisfied in this time, in this season. My Lord and my God, bring strength to the weary, O oh Lord. Bring strength to the weary, O oh Lord. O oh my Lord and King, whatever makes the heads of your people to bow down in crying, in sorrow and sorry, in, and sighing. We pray for your comfort. We pray that you extend your peace to them like the river. Your peace that knows no limits. Your peace that knows no bounds. Let it extend, O oh Lord, to your sons and daughters in the name of Jesus. Pour the oil of balm of Gilead upon their souls in the name of Jesus. King of glory, King of peace, whatever causes the heart of your people to be heavy, to be downcasted, be the uplifter of their heads, Master Jesus. And bring comfort, bring joy, bring joy, O oh Lord, overflowing of joy into the life of everyone in the name of Jesus. Even in this month of fulfillment, let the story of your people change. Let life be transformed, O oh Lord. Let renewal come in the name of Jesus. Let strength come, O oh Lord. We trade a heavy heart for a heart of joy. Our Lord and God, we give you praise. We give you honor and adoration. In the mighty name In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. I'd like us to turn to Psalm 81. Psalm 81 from verses 1 to 4, and then we'll jump to verse 8. It says, Sing for joy to God our strength. Shout aloud to the God of Jacob. Begin the music, strike the tambourine, play the melodious harp and lyre, sound the ram's horn at the new moon, and when the moon is full, on the day of our feast. This is a decree for Israel, an ordinance of the God of Jacob. Verse 8, say, Hear, O my people, and I warn you, if you are will listen to me, O Israel. Verse 9. You shall have no foreign god among you. You shall not bow down to an alien god. Verse 10. And that's a scripture. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up out of Egypt. Open your mouth wide. Open wide your mouth, and I will fill it. Two things I want us to pray about. In verses 1 to 4, it says, sing for joy. This is our season of fulfillment. Fulfillment brings joy. And God is guaranteeing that we, it's time for us to roll out the drums. So I'd like us first this evening, we'll first sing to the Lord 
in every any way that we want. And then after we have sung to the Lord, after we have praised Him, we will now begin to open our mouth. He said, open your mouth wide, and I will feel it. What is He saying? He said, I am giving you a blank check. You write your own check. But when you are writing your check, He said, don't write a small check. He said, open your mouth wide, and I will feel it. In what areas do you want fulfillment? In what areas do you want God's fulfillment? God says that, write a big check, and I will do it for you. Write your check. Let it be large, and I will do it for you. But first, before you write your check, I'd like you to begin to praise the King of Heaven. Begin to bless His name. Because He's the one that says, and He will perform it. When He says it, He will perform it. His words are yea and amen. His words are sure. He said, my word I speak, they will not return unto me void. He that guarantees His word, He says, your season of fulfillment. Why would you begin to bless the King of heaven. Why would you begin to rejoice? I want the joy of the Lord to fill your heart tonight. Begin to rejoice in the spirit. Begin to rejoice in your heart. Begin to praise the king of heaven. Begin to worship him because he's bringing his word to come to pass. He's bringing you fulfillment in every area of your life. He's bringing you fulfillment. Why would you praise him tonight? Why would you worship him tonight? Why would you sing to him tonight? Praise the king of kings. Praise the Lord of lords. Praise the ancient of days. Praise the King of Glory. Oh, Lord, I praise your name, O Lord. Lord, I worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me, O Lord, to the season of fulfillment. Thank you, Lord, because, O Lord, you watch over your word, O Lord, to perform it, Lord. I know, Lord, for sure, O Lord, you perform your word. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me, Lord, to the season of fulfillment. In the brush cannibal. The Lord says, Open your mouth wide, and I will feel it. The Lord will feel every word that you decree tonight. He said, You shall decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. Begin to speak now in the name of Jesus. Begin to speak now in the name of Jesus. Every area you want fulfillment, begin to speak now in the name of Jesus. Begin to speak now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for fulfillment, O Lord, in my career, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for fulfillment, O Lord. Lord, in my home, O Lord, over my children, O Lord. Lord, I thank you, O Lord, for bringing me, Lord, to a point of fulfillment, O Lord. Lord, I bless you, Lord. I thank you, O Lord. I praise your name, O Lord. I worship you, Lord. Lord, I give you glory. I praise your name tonight. I praise your name tonight. 
Thank you, Lord, for fulfilling your word. Thank you, Lord, for bringing it all into, Lord, into fulfillment, Lord. Yes, Lord, you never fail, O oh Lord. Father, I bless your name. Lord, I worship you, Lord. I give you glory and praise, O oh Lord. I magnify you, Lord. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We bless your name. You are worthy, 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 worthy. Let's lift up, continue to praise the name of the Lord. Our God is worthy to be praised. Our God is worthy to be praised. He is a faithful God, the God who promised and fulfilled His promise. God is not a man that should lie. Neither the son of man that will change his mind. Everything he says, he do. Everything he promised, he fulfill. We bless you, the God of all creation. The mighty God, the awesome ruler. We bless you, Lord. No one like you, Jesus. What an awesome God we serve. What a glorious God we serve. The God of all possibility. He says, with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. What a glorious God we serve. We thank you, my Father, because you promise and you fulfill your promise. Faithful are you that promise and you will do it, Lord. Father, we bless your name. We thank you for you are faithful, Lord God. You are forever faithful. Immortal, invisible God, only wise. What a great God we serve. We appreciate you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Father, we want to thank you for your presence among us. We thank you, Father, because your word says where two or three are gathered in your name. There you are in the midst of them. We have the confidence, O God, and I assurance tonight that you are in the midst of us. We thank you because unto the God that answers prayer will all flesh come. And he that comment unto God must believe that he is, and that is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Father, we have been seeking you diligently on this holy mountain for the past two days. Today is the third day. We thank you, Father, because you have acting unto our voice. We thank you because you have fulfilled your promise. You said with your mouth you promise. And with your hand, you bring it to fulfillment. We thank you for your right hand that has been stretched out over this house to fulfill the desire of every living thing. Lord God, we bless and exalt you because our prayers have not been in vain. Thank you because we know that our prayers are answered. Father God, we bless and exalt you. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Can we take our seat just for a little while? While we dive into the word of God. Congratulations for everyone who have made it tonight. And congratulations for those who have been coming from the very first day. God has been speaking. And God has been listening to our prayers. The scripture says that those who fear the Lord, they began to speak to each other. And the Lord heard. The Lord listened. And a book of remembrance was written concerning those who fear the Lord. I believe that God has opened the book of remembrance concerning us. Because he says when we acknowledge him in all of our ways, he will direct our path. Each time God is acknowledged, we are honoring God. 
And we have acknowledged him because we've not just entered into the month as the people or the common men we do and say, well, another month has come. But we present our months before God because we know without him, we cannot accomplish what has been designed for that month. And God honors that. So on this mountain, we have been speaking so many things, reminding God of his promises and fully assured that he is the one that fulfills promises that are made by his children. So I want us to go into the word of God today. What the Lord has been speaking to me about in this month of fulfillment, which I believe that will be a blessing to us tonight, is that before we can be fulfilled, we need to have a sight of faith. And so my admonition for us for tonight will be titled Sight of Faith. Sight of Faith. And when God was ministering to me about this, he was reminding me that what I am today is as a result of what I've seen yesterday. What I am today was as a result of what I've seen yesterday. And that reminds me of the book of Genesis, chapter 13. And I read from 14 to 17. The story is so familiar. It's all about when Abraham was moving from place to place, from Negev to Egypt, from Egypt to Bethel to Ai, So he was going about with his nephew, Lot. And there came a time when God prospered Abraham. And he was very wealthy along with his nephew, Lot. They were both wealthy. But the land could not contain them any longer. And there were like rivalries. There were like bitterness. There were like striving. There were like quarreling. And then... Abraham now decided that, look, we cannot quarrel because we are family members. The best thing for us is just to part here. If you go to the left, I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. And Lot looked around and he saw the Milky Way. He saw the fertile land. He saw the well-watered plain. And he decided to go that way. And then Abraham parted. And after Abraham parted, here comes the scripture in verse 14. Genesis 13 verse 14. It said, the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot has parted from him, look around from where you are, to the north and south, to the east and west. The land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I am giving it to you. Let's see what God is saying here. God said, told Abraham, look around from where you are to the north, south, east, and west. In human understanding and with our physical eyes, 
Abraham could not have seen all the land in the north, in the south, in the west, and in the east, for where he was. He must have had a special sight to be able to see the land. Not only did he see the land, at that point in time, Abraham did not have a child. But here comes a God of the old world, promising him that his descendants will be as vast as the sand on the seashore. So Abraham was able to look through the eye of faith. How does that relate to us? I don't know what situation each one of us have that we are holding in our hands or we are experiencing at this time. As our faith differs, so our needs differs. Every one of us have different needs. And your needs may be beyond you. Your needs may be beyond your accomplishments. Fulfillment is about accomplishment. It's about achievement. It's about getting to that utmost goal. And God is saying that look beyond you. If you do not have the eye of faith, you will not be able to enter into the fulfillment that which God has destined for you. Because as of now, at that time, Abraham was able to see his descendants. He was able to see the land of Cana from where he was with the eye of faith. God is asking us, what can you see at this present time? Maybe someone is here who haven't got a child. And you have been praying. You have been claiming the promises. The promises of God in Exodus. Worship the Lord your God and he will cause his blessing to come upon your food and your water. He said, none shall miscarry. You have quoted it for years. But yet, you have not seen the manifestation. You have not even seen yourself carrying that child. I love the testimony of one of our sisters in this church. When she was trusting the Lord for the fruit of the womb. This woman actually has a physical doll that she washed. Buy all the baby clothes. She saw herself as a mother. Even though physically, naturally, the baby it was not there. But she was able to see. And based on, on her sight, she was buying and getting ready all those clothes. That's the sight that God is talking about. For every child of God, for you to see the fulfillment of God in your life, regardless of what you are trusting God for, you need to see yourself in that manifestation. Are you someone here that you are trusting God for healing? Maybe the doctors have told you that this situation, this medical situation that is happening to you is beyond redeemable. It's beyond redeemable. They cannot help you. They've done so many tests, they cannot help you. And every news that you are hearing from them is negative and negative and negative. But the book of Isaiah says, whose report shall we believe? The report of the Lord says, with God all things are possible. A pastor prayed it tonight. Are you able to see God touching your, your illness or the disease? Not just about praying. We can pray it. Christians are the most powerful prayer warrior that I've ever seen. But God didn't say we should just pray. He said we should watch and pray. God wants us to be able to see what we are praying for coming into manifestation with our eyes of faith, with our sight of faith. When you are trusting God for job, 
after you have done all the applications and all the interviews and the job is not coming forth, have you ever pictured yourself working in that, man, in that organization? Have you actually gone to those organizations and claim it and point to it and say, this is where I'm going to be? Eye of faith. God wants us to have that eye of faith. The scripture in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 43, 18 to 19, says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. It says, See, see. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? When God was speaking through Isaiah here, God was saying, I'm doing a new thing in your life. But I really want you to perceive it. In other words, I want your eye of faith to be enlightened. I want you to see the new thing that I'm doing. It may not just be natural, it may not just be physical, but I want you to see it with the eye of faith. I want to believe that every child of God, spirit-filled, must have the eye of faith. You cannot survive with a natural eye. Every manifestation where you want to be in the future. Some of us may be trusting God. I want to be used of God. Have you ever seen yourself being used of God? And we are not just saying just see yourself being used of God. But are you walking towards it? Are you walking towards it in the sense that you want to be used of God, but even your own family members that are your first church members, you have not even ministered to them. So how can you see with the eye of faith? Your own neighbors, you have not ministered to them. Your co-workers, you have not ministered to them. God wants us to walk by faith and also walks around it. He said, walk without faith is dead, and dead without faith is Dead is nothing. So God wants us to have this eye of faith. But going back to that story of Abraham and Lot, the Bible recorded that the Lord spoke to Abraham after Lot has departed. And God was able to open Abraham's eye. And he was able to see the fulfillment even before the physical manifestation. Before we can see, I believe that the lot of our life need to pass from us. What is that lot of your life? Distractions. They represent distractions. What are the things that are distracting you from seeing into the realm that God wants you to see? What is it that is distracting you from seeing into the realm of fulfillment? One of the things that I believe that can distract us. It's offense. If you are easily offended, you cannot see into the fulfillment. If you are easily bitter, angered, you cannot see into the fulfillment. Abraham was peace-loving, but a lot of his life needs to depart before God can bring his attention to what he wants to do. Another thing that can hinder us from seeing with the eye of faith is our bad company. If Abraham did not depart from Lot, he would not have that encounter that he had with God. Bad company, the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33 to 34, do not be misled. Bad companies corrupt good manners. 
is the company that you keep. The company that you keep can blindfold your sight. The company that you keep will be the sort of company that will occupy your mind and will fill your desires. God wants us to watch the company that we keep. As children of God, we need to keep the company of believers. Why? Because the company of believers will speak the very word of God. They will speak God's counsel. They will speak God's word into your life. And the more of God's word that you hear, the more of God you can see. So, what company are you keeping? What is, who are your company? Sin is another thing that can hinder us. These are hindrances. These are distractions that will keep us from seeing what God wants us to see. In Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1, he said, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Sin will entangle us. Sin will distract us. Sin will blindfold us. We are going into the month of fulfillment. We know that God will always do what he promised to do. Because his name is faithful. He will always fulfill. But before you can enter into that fulfillment, you need to keep away from things that can blind your mind from seeing that fulfillment. And so, what are the things that can enhance our sight of faith? That verse 2 of the same Hebrew 12 said, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. He said, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Jesus went through the cross. But he did not allow the cross to go in in his way, to be in his way of accomplishing. Because he was able not to just focus on the cross. His focus was on the finishing line, on the finishing product. And the product is myself and yourself. He was able to see the joy beyond the cross. I don't know what trials any one of us are going through. Are you stuck in your trials? If you are stuck in your trials, you will not be able to see the fulfillment. If you are stuck in your in the temptation around, you will not be able to see the fulfillment. Jesus was able to endure the cross. He was able to scorn the shame. They slapped Jesus, but he did not retaliate. They scorned him, but he did not retaliate. They did all things to Jesus. They even stripped him naked. For he did not retaliate. He was able to endure that because of the joy that was set ahead of him. What are we saying to ourselves? Even in the month of fulfillment, we know that there are trials, there are tribulations, there are battles that we are facing. But are you looking at the battles? God wants us to keep our eyes off the battle and look at the fulfillment. I don't know, your, I don't know what you are trusting God for. But God is going to do his. But while we are in our journey, while we are in the process of getting to that finishing line of fulfillment, we need to enjoy this present time. The Bible says, count it all joy when you face diverse trials. Why should you count it all joy? 
Because you already know that there is always going to be a finishing time. As there is a starting time, there will always be a finishing time. And it will always end well. But in the midst of your trials, you don't put your trial on. You don't put, you don't wear it on as a garment. Even in your trials, you can still celebrate. Even in your trials, you can still rejoice. I thank God for the last prayer we prayed, that we should rejoice. We should rejoice, regardless of what you are going through. Because you can see the victory ahead. You can see the triumph ahead. God wants us to look beyond what we are going through. Because he's the God that keepeth promise forever. And what will help us? The Bible says we should keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. What does that mean? What does that mean? That means carry Jesus along. In everything that you do, carry Jesus along. Let Jesus be your priority. Let, be, let Jesus be the person that you, can do, you cannot do without. Let it be the one that is your hunger day and night. How do you hunger for Jesus? You hunger for his word. If I ask any one of us, how many of us have spent time in the word of God today? How many of us pick one scripture in the, in the Bible in this morning and it was your meditation day and night? When it becomes your meditation day and night, you'll be able to see with the eye of faith. You will not see your circumstances. Your circumstances will not bog you down. Your circumstances will not cripple you. You will be able to see the victory ahead. What you'll be seeing is the promises. Is the promises. We need to spend time in the world. We need to spend time in our relationship with Jesus. Jesus doesn't want a one-off relationship. Our relationship must be ongoing. Our relationship must be, it must be consistent. Not today we are high, tomorrow we are low. I was telling those that we are praying together. I said, Christianity is a reviving religion. It's a reviving relationship with Jesus. It's not a neither cold or hot type of relationship. If it's a neither cold or hot relationship, which is otherwise called lukewarm, we will not enjoy this Christian life. And that's what makes us different from the world. That's what makes us different from the people that are in the world. The people of the world can be bugging their mind about the interest rate that has gone up. They can be bugging their mind about the infl- inflation. They can be bugging their mind about recession and every e- the economy is turning upside down. But we have God's assurance. God's assurance says in the days of famine, we will enjoy plenty. And that is to tell us that when we are going through the time of shaking, shaking, we don't see the recession. We see the plenty. So your eyes of faith, your eyes, your sight of faith need to be open to the plenty. You don't talk like the world talk. You don't complain and grumble as the world grumble. Situation at work may be shaking, but it will not affect you. You are secure. Why? Because you have fixed your eyes on Jesus. In this time of fulfillment, the message that God is passing to me, and I believe to you as well, is that we need to keep our focus on Jesus. We need to fix our mind on Jesus. We need to fix our soul on Jesus. Because he's the author and the finisher of our faith. Second Corinthians 
chapter 4, verse 18. I love it. It says, We look not on the things seen, but we look on the things unseen. He said, The things seen are temporal. All what we are going through today that is not convenient for our flesh, or that is shaking us, that is making us to feel that, oh, where are you, God? God is saying they are temporal. Sicknesses, they are temporal. Joblessness, they are temporal. Children not performing well in homes and they are like a burden, they are temporal. Have you picked your child and you have seen your child that this child is God's handmaid? Have you seen Jesus through your child? Or you are just complaining that this child, God, what have you given me? God says that our children will not be doomed for destruction. He says our children shall be saved. Have you seen the salvation in your child? Have you seen God's delivering hand in your child? Have you seen the greatness of God in your child? God wants us to see. Don't just be praying and praying and praying. We pray and we see. As you are praying, you are seeing. You are, you are seeing what you are praying for. If we pray for greatness, that God, as you made Abraham great, make me great. See yourself as being great. When you are praying for someone who is sick, you can't just say, God, have mercy on this sick person. Whether you maybe it's your will or not your will, that's, that's not a sight of faith. As you are praying for the sick, you are seeing that sickness transformed. After you are finished praying, that situation may still be the same, but it doesn't, the word of God has gone forth and your, your sight has, of faith has agreed with God's word. I want us to really, I want our prayer life to be, to really be changed and be transformed. Because we want to pray like God prays. Like Jesus prayed. When Jesus prayed for Lazarus, he said, I thank you, Father, that you have heard me. So he has already seen Lazarus raised. Moses, but for the sake of these ones around, Lazarus, come forth. We are Jesus' handmaids. We are true representatives of Christ. Jesus wants us to see him. As his, as his own, as our own first brother. And we need to represent him. We need to replicate him. We need to do, be imitators of God. So my admonition for us tonight is that God has given us the eye of faith. What you see in yourself today. What you see in your family today. What you see in your career today. What you see in your calling today. Determines what will happen in the future. In Jesus name. Shall we rise to our feet? The book of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11. God was talking to Jeremiah. He said, the word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? God is asking us the same question today. I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. Verse 12. The Lord said to me, you have seen correctly. 
For I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. There is need for us to see correctly. A lot of us are not seeing correctly. We are seeing what the world is dictating. We are seeing what the enemy is flashing to our mind. Satan wants to distract our attention, but we are not going to allow him. We want to see through the eye of faith. That is the eye that God has given us, and we are blessed to have such an eye. So I want us to pray today that God will touch our eyes, and we'll begin to see clearly, we'll begin to see correctly, so that our destiny and the destiny of the people around us will be fulfilled. Let's pray in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for this word that you have brought to us, O God, tonight. We thank you, Father, because the eye that you have given us is the eye of faith. You have touched our eye. We no longer see the natural. We see the supernatural of God. We see God's word. We see God's promises. Father God, as you spoke unto Jeremiah, and you asked him a question, what did he see? And Lord, is so correctly. Father God, you said you are watching over your word to perform and to fulfill it. My God and King, I pray that Lord, you will touch our eye. Touch the eye of every member of Christ's faith tabernacle. Touch our eye. Enable us to see correctly. Enable us to see clearly. Remove every blindness from our eyes. Remove every unbelief from our eyes. Remove every darkness from our eyes. Shine your light, the light of your word upon our eyes. Let our eyes begin to see clearly. Let our eyes begin to see the promises of God. Let our eyes begin to see the greatness of God. Let our eyes begin to see the glory of God. Let our eyes begin to see the blessing of God. Let our eyes begin to see the fulfillment of God. Let our eyes begin to see the greatness of God. Let our eyes begin to see the goodness of God. My Father, my God, touch every eye in Christ's faith tabernacle. Touch every eye in every member of Christ Touch our eye. Let our eye begin to see into the realm of the spirit. Help us to see God's promises upon the life of our children. Help us to see God's vision, God's purpose over this house. Everything that you have said of God concerning Christ, open our eyes to see it. As you open the eyes of our prosperity Williams to see what you are going to do. Father God, many generations down line. My God and King, I pray, open our eyes to see. Open our eyes to see. Anoint our eyes over God with fresh oil. Let our eyes see into the realm of the spirit. Let our eyes see, Lord God, enable our eyes to see. Enable our eyes to see. Touch our eyesight, my Father, my God. Feed our eyes with your word. Feed our eyes with your promises. Feed our eyes with your counsel. Feed our eyes, oh God, Father, with your precepts. Feed our eyes, oh God, with the promises of God. Feed our eyes with the covenant of God. Feed our eyes, oh God. Enable us to see into the realm of the spirit. Help us to see what God wants us to see. Help us to see through the eye of Christ. Help us not to limit ourselves. Help us not to allow destruction, oh God, of bitterness. Lord, to cloud our eyes. Let our eyes, oh God, be enlightened, my Father. Enlighten the eyes of understanding so that we have to see, so that we have to know, so that we have to hear, so that we have to comprehend in the name of Jesus. Open our eyes that we may see in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And so, Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We bless your name because you have touched our eyes. We thank you for the light of your word that has shone upon our eyes. 
We thank you for removing every darkness and every unbelief from our eyesight. Thank you because we begin to see correctly. We begin to see clearly. We begin to see our destiny fulfilled before our very eye. We begin to see the impossibility of our life being made possible. We begin to see transformation. We begin to see success. We begin to see victory. We begin to see healing. We begin to see glory. We begin to see abundant grace. We begin to see ourselves being great. We begin to see ourselves promoted. We begin to see ourselves elevated. We begin to see ourselves being glorified. We begin to see ourselves bold. We begin to see ourselves favored of God. Father, we thank you for touching our eyesight. Thank you, Father God, because we begin to see the true color of who you, God, have made us to be. We begin to see the right identity in the life of our children. We begin to see the right identity in the life of our husbands. We begin to see, Lord God, goodness of God in our lives. Father God, as we see correctly, we begin to enter into the fulfillment. In this month of fulfillment, you will fulfill everything that concerns us. You will perfect everything that concerns us. We will go from glory to glory. We shall go from strength to strength. We shall ascribe, oh God, Father, higher and higher and higher. We shall be promoted and not demoted. In the name of Jesus, spiritually, we shall be promoted. Academically, we shall be promoted. Career-wise, we shall be promoted. Business-wise, we shall be promoted. Financial-wise, we shall be promoted. Spiritual-wise, we shall be promoted. Every area of our life, we shall experience promotion. Father God, you said we shall rise up fire. You said that when there is a casting down and we said there is a lifting up, you said there shall be, we shall be lifted. So we declare that God that in this month of fulfillment, we shall be lifted. We shall be lifted. We shall be lifted. Our knowledge shall be lifted. Our understanding shall be lifted. Our wisdom shall be lifted. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father.